Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. We bless the Lord. We thank him yet again for another opportunity. We praise his name. Today we're talking about power. Power. Amen. Authority in Christ Jesus. Amen. Power. Authority. That which the Lord Jesus gave to us to walk in, to operate in, to use. First of all, it's important to know every born again person has power, but we need to understand which power. How does it operate? Where does it operate? Amen. First of all, uh, um, I would say, again, I would say that uh, the authority spiritually, your effectiveness in the spirit world depends on how much you have been held or how much you know. Not how many scriptures you know. No. But how much you know in the word of God. Amen. When Jesus is revealed, how have you seen him? How do you see him? Amen. When you're going to engage in any spiritual warfare, these are very important things to understand because whether you like it or not, whether you want to believe it or not, the devil knows how much you know. Amen. Amani bozitowa spiritually. And that is why you have had stories of people who have tried to cast out demons and they got problems or even in the Bible actually. Uh, that was Acts. Um, Acts chapter 19, isn't it? Paul we know. Where the demons say, Paul we know. Jesus we know, but who are you? So that shows you something, that this is a very important subject and we need to understand some things. Amen? We need to understand some things so that we don't end up engaging in... uh, so that we don't end up engaging in warfares of high ranks. Amen? So... You need to understand, first of all, the, the ground level is knowing it that God gave us power through Jesus Christ. Amen. In Matthew chapter 10 verse 1, it says, And when he had called his disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal to heal apologize for that to heal all kinds of sickness says and all kinds of disease I'm reading from my book here so it's clear we have been given power over unclean spirits I believe you uh, let me hope that we are all of the same mind we don't have people who are going to say well that power that that was given to disciples 
Amen. If, because if you're of that mindset, then I will also tell you that whatever Paul wrote was known to you, the black person. You see? So we take the word of God for what it is. We don't speculate the word of God. You understand? You don't just say, ah, that scripture applies to the disciples. He was talking to the disciples. Well, you, I will also find you taking a hold of Apostle uh, Paul's letters, and I will tell you that was written to the Arab people. You see? So you take the word literally. You, you, as it is, you receive it. Amen. The word of God is to you as you receive it. Don't put any questions on the power of God. Don't put any questions on the things of God. That is, I believe that is the fastest way you grow. I don't think God loves intellectual people. Yeah, that's why he has called us to carry a faith of, uh, the, the faith called the childlike faith. You know, like a child. They don't know. You know? A child gets, uh, they just crawl and they go touching uh, they go, you know, they get a knife or a razor blade and they just, you know, play around with it. They don't know what it can do. Amen. Childlike faith. That is where God wants us because the power of God is dynamic in nature, the Bible says. Amen. If you're going to begin questioning everything, how far, how far will you go? You will only waste your time. Amen. Because the power of God is dynamic in nature. Praise God. So you need to make sure that you don't found on the side that seeks to always question things, question everything. Amen. We believe God for what his word says. And that's it. Amen. <laughs> now, of course, it doesn't take away the responsibility of, of uh, you know, having questions, you know. What, what does he mean here? What does this mean? Of course, we apply wisdom in everything we share because that does not mean that become reluctant and not seek to know more. No, we seek to know more of the word of God, but we do not try to be experts in asking questions. Amen? You ask reasonable questions. Amen. And you have the Holy Spirit um, you know, and uh, he can speak through someone, he can speak to you directly, he can lead you into those truths, but you need to make sure that you are known on the side that wants to kind of go dig up stuff that you <laughs> that will mess you up. Amen. So he says Matthew chapter 10 verse 1 and when he had called his, his 12 uh, to himself he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease in Matthew chapter chapter 10 verse 8 he says this was Jesus commissioning his disciples giving them now uh, remember 
in, in Matthew chapter 10 verse 1, he gave them power. But in Matthew chapter 10 verse 8, now he gives them authority. What is the, what's the difference? I believe power is the ability to do. Amen? The ability to do. He put in them the ability to go and perform those miracles. But in verse 10, now he gives them the authority, that is the permission to use the power, hallelujah, uh, the permission to use the power that they have been given. Because it's one thing to have power and uh, it's another non, it's another also to have, see that power active. Amen. Uh, been there. So you can't have the power of God flowing all over you but it could not, you know, if it does not carry the authority, if you don't carry the authority of that power, that means that that power will only be to you and for you. And even in, even in some instances, it will not even work for you because you don't have the authority. You, don't, you are not walking in authority. Amen. Authority, that's why we bring back boldness. You are not bold in that power because you have no authority. Amen. I like giving this example that um, an army, a soldier, right, of an army will have power, amen, but I tell you that thing, if, if that person does not have a gun and they're not in that attire, that the combat uh, garment, they will not have authority to reinforce that power. Amen. All they will have is power. But they will not have authority to walk in the power that they have. You understand? Because how shall we know that you are a policeman or a soldier if you're not in your uniform? All you have now are words that I am a soldier. All you have is experience. But you don't have that thing that um really uh, makes you or gives you permission to operate in that power amen take this as an example imagine a policeman coming to arrest someone and that guy is dressed in in shorts and a vest you know <laughs> i don't care whether you are the igg you know you the person trying to arrest will be most likely, uh, you know, tempted to punch you. Why? You don't have anything that shows authority. You are coming with power to arrest, but you don't have the authority. Amen. If they come and they have a gun or they and they have an ID, and they have a... Um, what are these things called? Mpingu. Hmm? Help me, someone. Hmm? Uh huh. So if they have a baton, stuff like that, huh? So, uh, so uh, when they come with one of those things, now you will know that, oh, it's a policeman. Why? Because it's expected of them to carry such items. And when they come exposing such items, 
that is authority. Now they are, they are the authority in their power can now be exercised. You see? Why? They have everything that makes them the policeman. In the same way, Jesus, in Matthew chapter 10, verse 1, he gave power to his disciples, who is told, and in, uh, power to clean, um, Bible says, <clears throat> and when he had called his 12 to himself, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. So you see, they all they had was power. And you, that's why you need to learn how to read the Bible. We, we read the Bible in context. Amen. We always seek to get the context. Praise God. We get context. Amen. Don't just run away with the text. Make sure that you understand. Why is this scripture written here? How is it applying the other side? So in Matthew chapter 10 verse 8. He says... Now, now actually, now he commissions them. Now he gives them the authority to go and use the power. So all they had was power, but inactive power. Amen. He says, um, in verse Matthew chapter 10, verse 8, but we'll, we'll, let's begin from verse 7. And as you go preach, and as you go, preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand verse 8 heal the sick cleanse the lepers raise the dead cast out demons freely you have received freely give amen so now he says freely you have received this is when they received you see so they got the power but they got the authority to operate in that power when the Lord commissioned them. Turns out authority will be active on a commissioning. Amen. Oh Lord, may you commission us in Jesus' name. So, this is the same thing that happened in Acts. Um, where Acts chapter 19, where these exorcists some of you who don't know that word, it means uh, uh, there were these people who were casting out demons. Eh? They call them exorcists. So the, the Bible says in Acts chapter 19, verse 11, Now God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul, verse 12, so that even handkerchiefs or aprons were brought from his body to the sick, and the diseases left them and the evil spirits went out of them now this was authority this was a possible this was a man with power and with authority amen when you have the two the anointing now becomes transferable because the Bible says uh, that they uh, that even handkerchiefs or aprons were brought from his body to the sick. So you see, he, uh, he even the clothes he wore carried the anointing, the authority, amen, to go and 
respond to a certain need without his presence. Amen? Then the Bible says in verse 13, Acts chapter 19, now we are, we are on verse 13, it says, then some of the uh, the Bible says, mine here says ignorant uh, ignorant ignorant Jews, Jewish exorcists took it upon themselves to call the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, "We exorcise you by the uh, by the Jesus whom Paul preaches." So these people, they just used to cast out demons in their own way, but when they saw Paul, Apostle Paul, uh, casting out demons in the name of Jesus, they thought they can also use the name of Jesus and cast out the same demons. Amen. But the difference was that Paul was operating in the authority, the God-given authority. Amen? And these ones were only using the name. So verse 14, it says, Also there were seven sons of uh, Scava, a Jewish chief priest, who did so. And verse 15 says, And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are you? I don't know why this scripture is very powerful for me. This shows you something, first of all, that these demons know stuff. They know you. Before they come to torment you, they know how much you weigh. Little demons won't come to a greater. They know. Because look at the answer. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus, I know. And Paul, I know. But who are you? This is amazing. So they recognize the, the ranks in the spirit world. They recognize the authority. So these ones were coming with power, but they didn't carry authority in the name of Jesus. Amen. Then verse 16, it says, Then the man in whom the evil spirit was uh, leaped, then the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them, overpowered them, and prevailed against them, so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. Verse 17 says, This became known both to all Jews and Greeks dwelling in Ephesus, and fear fell on them all, and the name of Jesus was magnified. Verse 18 says, And many who had, who had believed came confessing and telling, their deeds. Amen. So this is very powerful. This shows you that we don't just go 
I'm now I'm talking to you people who love praying for everyone. You don't just go engaging in spirituals without the wisdom of checking yourself out first. Amen. I was ministering to someone and I was telling her that the, uh, these things of praying for everyone, pray for me, pray for me. You cannot be a prayer machine for people or for everyone without you investing in yourself. You have to actually, without letting God invest in you. God first gives you the ability to serve, then you're able to serve. Because we are supposed to minister from an overflow. So when you minister from nothing, from just gathering spoils, then you will have trouble. Whatever you pray for them will end up attacking you too or happening to you because you have not followed the pattern of things. The spirit world and the kingdom of God has uh, are patterns, there are principles. Amen? There are principles that govern things. Amen? And just learn this, this today, that the kingdom of God is the most organized kingdom. Amen? If on earth you see a certain organization where there is a president, vice president, prime minister, if there is a system on earth, don't you think there is a system in heaven? Because remember, whatever we have on earth, whatever whatever um, whatever systems we have on earth, there were systems that were given to us by God. Amen. There's a reason why there is a king and uh, and there is a a prime minister, Katikilo. Amen. There's a reason why there, there is a, a, a structure. So, in the same way, Jesus, remember, Jesus had over 70 disciples. Amen. If you are a Bible reader, you should know that. But he gave power to these 12. And that's why when you read throughout the Bible, these 12 did spectacular things that the other ones didn't. Many of the 70 were not even talked about. But getting back to the point, he says, heal the sick, cast, uh, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons, freely you have received, freely give. And in Mark chapter 6, verse 7, he says, now Mark actually only gave what Matthew said, but in a different, uh, it's called rendering, in a different, um, he delivered the same scripture, but in a different way. So Mark chapter 6 verse 7 says, And he called the twelve to himself and began to send them out two by two and gave them power over unclean spirits. You see? So where you need to recognize that we have power. If you are born again, you have power. God, the Lord Jesus Christ, whom we have believed, whom we have received, has given us power to heal the sick, you have power to cleanse the lepers. You have power to, to heal. Actually, he said, I, I give you power to heal. Not to ask me to heal. Power to heal all kinds of sicknesses. Alright? Power to heal. 
not power to call me to heal power for you to heal in my name amen so never never call someone a, a cult if someone comes and says i heal you in jesus name that means they, they're just doing the what the word say says because uh, the word actually he said here that he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sicknesses and disease so you have the power and the ability to heal the question is do you have the authority when you're casting out a demon you don't say jesus come and come and cast out this demon no you say come out in jesus name so i've called it out you see in the same way be healed in jesus name that is exercising power but the results will be determined by whether or not you working in authority authority boldness that boldness that 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 boldness amen because you know you and I should know better now that uh, not everyone that prays a certain way two people can pray the very same way and one of them gets an answer why bible says my people perish because of a lack of what because of a lack of knowledge my people perish because of a lack of knowledge what you don't know could kill you amen and that's why when i make these audios i'm really so much focused on um on on really not giving us knowledge amen in Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 some of you have never even heard of that book <laughs> Hosea is in the Old Testament Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 says my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge because thou hast rejected knowledge i will also reject thee that is it that when you reject knowledge you will perish because what you don't know will kill you amen just this small example if if you don't know of electricity it will kill you amen because it's not going to negotiate with you it's not going to fast alert you that oh hold on i'm dangerous you see so your ignorance of it kills you and remember he has said in acts that back then in the days of ignorance when you were not born again or you know or when you were even born again he says that in the days um in the days of ignorance he winked amen and then the bible says but he now calls all men to repentance that word repentance means getting knowledge changing your mind exchanging your ignorance with with uh, the knowledge of god with god's word acts chapter 17 verse 30 in fact we need to read it acts chapter 17 verse 30 
He says, truly, these times of ignorance, God overlooked, but now commands all men. He says, actually says, commands. He commands all men everywhere to repent. Amen. Amen. There are things that you are expected, that are expected of you to know. Amen. Because the Bible says in First Corinthians chapter 13 that when I was a child, I talked like a child, I felt like a child. Amen. And then the Bible says that when I became a man, I threw away ch- uh, childish things. Amen. That, remember, the more you know is the more you are held accountable. For example, after someone teaching you that electricity is harmful and it can take your life, after you gaining that knowledge, now you are required of some responsibility not to just go touching things that are electric. You understand? That is why the Bible says, to whom much is given, much is required. Whatever knowledge the Lord allows you to have, whatever knowledge the Lord exposes to you, whatever spiritual growth that you get, there is always a demand for it. There is a certain maturity that is demanded of you. That is why when I speak to some of you and I don't see it in you, I get so disappointed. Amen? Because the spirit world does not joke. God doesn't joke. Amen? And the devil devil doesn't joke too because he's serious. The Bible says he came to steal, kill, and destroy. And Jesus also says he came to give us life and to give that life in abundance. Amen? So when I see a certain uh, relaxation, to some people that I expect to know something, there is that grieving in my in the spirit, eh? that that pain that comes with wisdom. Bible says that uh, uh, with with much wisdom comes much pain. Eh? That that uh, he says that in Proverbs. That there is that 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 you know okunyoroko. Amen. Because I can see some little things that someone is, you know, just playing around with. Amen. Because remember, the more you know, is the more God is. God is not a waster. He's not a waster of the anointings. He's not a waster of power. He's not a waster of time. Whenever He teaches you something. Whenever he adds to your spirit in his knowledge, he expects something from you. Or he expects something of you. Amen? There are things that are expected of you. So, 
we are going to do this this series in I think three parts. This is the first part as an introduction. But we, you and I, we have been given power. We have been given authority to cast out demons, to heal the sick, to 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 to. Uh, We have been given power over unclean spirits to cast them out, to heal the sick, and to cleanse the lepers. Amen. So, this is an introduction. We are going to study about that power. How does it work? If I have it, how do I, how do I have it in, in action? And then we shall finally talk about the authority in that power. Amen. Because it's one thing to have the knowledge of the power and know and you don't have the activation of it amen you need to understand some things because some of you might end up you know thinking that oh since we have power let me just go and let me just go in hospital and pull people out no just because you have that power doesn't mean you can just go and be crazy don't don't just go doing things amen be led by the Spirit. The Bible says that they that are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. Amen. <laughs> Amen. They that are led by the by, by the uh, they, they they that are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. That is Romans chapter eight. Should be verse fourteen. Romans 8.14. Amen. Says, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. That word sons means male, female. Amen. The people who are in Christ Jesus. So we also carry the we We're going to also study how to carry the wisdom, how to know when the Lord is, is, is presenting you an opportunity. Amen. So it's going to be a very interesting uh, audio or, or someone, I should say. In Jesus' name, may God richly bless you. Shalom.